Hello and welcome once again to the Action Tune Bros. I'm Ben Sturgeon. And I'm Matthew Lewis. And today we are going to continue on episode 20, our trek through Legend of Korra. You say trek, I say it's a jolly jaunt. A jolly jaunt? <laughs> with everything that's been happening so far and it's only, we only watched the first three episodes of season three. Oh yeah. Everything's been thrown and you're just like, jolly happy cooperation. <laughs> yep, it's great. Dark Souls. Anyway, um... Oh my goodness. As I've already said before, I'm enjoying every little bit. And th- we've only watched the first three episodes. Yeah, we'll watch for six now. Well, now, yeah, by now. But, <laughs> um, speaking of which, though, let's start off with episode four of season three In, In Harm's, Harm's Way. Way. We start off with Shiro Shinobi. I will mm-hmm. never get tired of that name. <laughs> um, talking about how, you know, Airbenders are mysteriously vanishing in Bossing Say, including Kai. Yep. And the Earth Queen already told Tora, uh, Tora, Tora, Cora, <laughs> that there are no Airbenders, and Cora's having none of that. Of course. But me, but meanwhile, Mako and Bolin found their lost family. Yay! And no grandmas were killed in the making of that <laughs> yeah. of that part. Um, and as, uh, and of course, you know, they mentioned about the Dai Li. Yeah, they find out about the Earth Queen, and they hear about the whole scheme of her possibly kidnapping people. But, on top of all of this, Zuko is going to meet with Tonrock about, the, about Zaheer appearing, because yeah. Zaheer's a thing. And he, he says he went to the two, uh, Earth, uh, Earth Chief, two Chiefs of the Water Tribe. Yep. And that's when the episode finally starts. Yeah. We get Zuko flying in on his dragon. Oh, it's like it opens on Plea in a hood and shadows. Uh, right, right. Plea, uh, Plea in a hood in the in her little uh, icy, uh, icy, thr- I was going to say prison? throne, but prison. Then we the see, uh, then we the see like, outside we see Tonrock with Eska and Desna, mm-hmm. which... I, they're so minor in this in oh, the yeah. season. Oh, I'm sad. Anyway, um, and we see Zuko flying in on a dragon, and of course Tonrock's like, "Hey, um, why, why, why? What took you so long?" Zuko's like, "Yeah, I was just making sure I didn't get hit by that storm over there." <laughs> and of course, Tonrock pulls an Obi Wan Kenobi and says, "That's no storm." Yeah, that's them. Yep, that is them. Where we see Zaheer and his crew uh, at the, uh, all that he has so far. Just driving a truck while Zaheer's like making all of that snowstorm yeah, stuff. Is, is also um, is Mingwa doing waterbending to help us? No, no, just no. Him doing um, Ming, Mingwa is still in. Uh, it is still in the the truck at this time. Okay. While yeah. um, uh, uh, what's his name? Zaheer. Yeah, no, no. Gazan no. is driving. Gazan. Yeah. Gazan. Gazan. See, <laughs> I'll, I'll eventually get their names right. But I was gonna say also in my note, do you, did they say what their group is called yet? I, no, there's there's no. I, there's I, no I, I, just, right now, I refer just to a, them as that group in my notes. So yeah, I was saying, right now they're even in these episodes that we have, they don't drop that name yet. Okay. Oh, even though I don't know what name you're talking about. Oh, okay. Well, oops. Then um, no, I try. I'll try not to say it. Whatever. Uh, uh, but anyway, <laughs> so as this is happening, um. Uh, Mingwa uh, yeah, like jumps out, and as and as Eska and Desna decide to uh, like do some water bending with her, and they're doing fine, I guess. We see Alava. We see more aggressive airbender airbending because he like evades all of Tonrock and Zuko's stuff, and he's just like kicking butt, evading them. He uses a ton of really cool moves on the good guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, oh yeah. finally. 
Uh, meanwhile, like, uh, the Eska and Desna do a bunch of, like, ice spikes, and then, uh, meanwhile, just, like, Spider-Man's through them with her arms. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Spider-Man swings through the spikes, and then just, like, blam, like, freezes both of them <laughs> in a yeah, second. Yeah, instantly freezes both of them, falls down. Oh, not falls down. She well, jumps up into the yeah. air, and then turns into a drill, and just whooshes into the ground. Yeah, it that's so right. Cool. Whooshes into the ground. Just so many then cool she, moves. Then, then she falls. <laughs> then she falls through, and, of course, there are some, um, there, there's some of the, uh, lotuses. Yeah, she like, on the prison. Yeah, we're gonna fight you and they fail obviously. she just like lash whips them and freezes them into the walls in a second <laughs> and then like, she like literally flash freezes the door yeah we see like the water seeping through the cracks of the linings of the door and through the window and then suddenly it all freezes and bends all the metal out of place it looks so cool oh my goodness it was so amazing <laughs> it was a really really cool tactic that she did there and but, then, of course uh, yeah. as as that's happening you know she's like oh hey you're you're here now and of course uh, Plea takes off her binds. Like, yeah, and this is this is when Matthew faints because Plea stands up and she is incredibly tall and oh, has a very tall. undercut. And I just mad, I just literally like fainted at my computer. I was like, oh god, she's so great, right? <laughs> she's hey, super you know, tall. When it comes to quality in, in women, Plea's got it. <laughs> Plea is um, great. Oh my goodness, she and like just yeah. Of course, um, as we as uh, she, she like, takes off all her binds and stuff, she also. Like removes whatever it was a on headband. her head. Yeah, her headband, and it was we like a see, headband. <laughs> and we see a third eye yeah. tattoo. Gee, it's like she's either she's related to Sparky Sparky Boom Man, or <laughs> Sparky Sparky Boom Man is a clan. Yeah, who knows? I I said like in my notes like, oh, she removes her headband, showing Sparky Sparky Boom Man tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> This is when, uh, meanwhile, Spider-Man climbs out of the thing. She just, like, climbs up the wall. It's really cool. You know, we could have used the elevator. Show off. I'm like, yes. Oh, they're so great. Uh, Zuko's dragon tries to burn. As soon as they surface, Zuko's dragon tries to burn Plea. And, of course, she just takes all of the fire. And she she does... uh, Silly pump. Anyway, (laughs) and then, of course, we get... um, We get... um, uh, uh, plea? Plea, plea using her ability, which yeah, is she, obviously like, combustion. She takes all the fire from the dragon and then just does the bam with the third eye and blasts the dragon, exploding. I was like, whoa, that's so cool. Yeah, oh, it's great. And then, of course, the team, the, the the criminal team, make a break for it and they yeah. succeed. We see Gazan take out Zuko with regular earthbending. Yeah, with, regu- <laughs> yeah, with regular earthbending. And uh, Plea takes out Ton Rock with more explosions. It's really, really cool. And then, of course, uh, after they, all of that... Yeah, they drive uh, off together, finally. And, of course, and of course, Zaheer is like, oh, I've missed you, babe. And they start making out, and... Oh, I must say, she's literally cradling him in the car. I'm just yeah, like, Yeah, I know. Christ. It's like, oh, look. She's literally... Yeah, has, yeah, she's you so you and I were like, uh, Gazan. We're just like, seriously? Yeah. Like, Gazan's right just like, <laughs> are you going to do this right now yeah, as like, I'm driving? Man, watch it. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's great. But back in the bossing, say slums. Yep, back in the lower ring... We get two, mm-hmm. one of the many, many cousins of Bolin. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, kind of um, catch his name is really difficult. <laughs> um, but giving them passports yeah. to get back to the upper ring, and of course, you know, they're like, "Yeah, we have to tell, we have to tell Cora about this." They're like, "Oh, well, we're sorry that you have to leave, but do come and visit." And of course, Bolin, in typical Bolin fashion, is like, "Yeah." Um, starts listing literally yeah, like, every single... You, blah, 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 and you, blah, 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 and uh, you, blah, 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 and it goes on for so long and it's amazingly hilarious. Meanwhile, we get Korra uh, beating up on a punching bag and also Asami. Yeah, um, Asami's there helping her train and she's like, accidentally hits so hard that she like bruises Asami. Yeah, really and Asami's just like, like Korra, please my hands. Yeah, um, it's funny. She, uh, Korra says she doesn't trust the Earth Queen, which of course, why would she? Why would she? She seems like a crazy evil person. <laughs> enter, enter Bolin and Mako. And by the way, I actually put this quote down from Bolin. <laughs> um, so Bolin and Mako come in. And, you know, Asami and uh, 
And Korra are like, hey, where have you guys been? And Bolin responds, uh, replies with, we chased Kai, train, slipped away, lower ring, slept in trash pile, <laughs> met our family, Grandma Tears, Mako Scarf, Earth Queen Lying, and then passes out. Yeah. I'm like, I, it was too good not to pass out. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, course, it's like, um, can you translate that, please? Yeah, Mako just tells him, the Earth Queen's been kidnapping airbenders. And of course, Korra's like, I knew it! <laughs> That's great. And then she's like, yeah, we're gonna have to do something great. We're gonna have to do something spectacular, like breaking them out, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but that's when the Earth Queen walks up to them, and of course, uh, Papu has to hide in Bolin's jackets. Yep, and of course, uh, the Queen's like, oh, hey, look, we, there, there's this town over here. The Where Yang the, Province. Yeah, the Yang Province. They have airbenders. You need to leave now. You need to leave by tonight. Uh, choo! And we're not talking. Hey, by the way, I'll, for the recording, that was a softer way of running. She starts violently sneezing. Yeah. Like, this, yeah, almost non-stop. <laughs> and she's like, and she looks over at Gun, and she's like, is there an animal in my presence? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Korra's like, pretends to be happy about this news, saying, oh, well, maybe we'll leave. We don't know, but yeah. yeah. And of course, when she says you have to leave tonight, mm-hmm. um, Korra and Asami are like, yeah, but the airship needs to be uh, repaired. We'll leave by the morning. Yeah, we're going to stay for a little bit. And it's like, oh, no. Yep, and then, of course, the queen keeps... Sneezing violently. Yeah, and this is when we cut back to later that night. Tenzin is pissed that the Earth Queen is hiding airbenders. Oh, no. Yeah, we see... uh, Oh, oh, he was upset because uh, the Earth Queen was uh, conscripting... Yeah, her her citizens, and of course, Boomy had to be I, yeah, like, "Hey, I love hey. this." Yeah, and Boomy's like, "Well, you know, to be fair, she has the right." Yeah, it's like a, I wrote like a funny pro-military uh, Boomy moment, which we don't really see. He says like, "It's in her rights to conscript her citizens since they're hers," but they're like, "Yeah, hey, shut up." It's been, it's been everyone bad. just like glares at him. He's like, "What?" Yeah, it's a very funny character moment for him. It's like, yeah, he's a military man. He's the and only of one course, who's official. And of course, Jinora is so yeah, worried about finally Kai. deduces. Oh, <laughs> what if Kai was taken? Yep, and of course, you know. Um, as they're deciding, you know, where to start looking, Mako, and like a random brilliant moment, is like, hey, we could look at uh, Lake Laogai. Yeah, I was just like, oh, Yeah, when yeah. I heard that, I'm like, yes. Everyone like looks at him like, what's going on with you, Mako? And Mako's like, what? I read some of Jinora's books. Yeah, and I wrote, hey, Lake Laogai, the place where Jet maybe or maybe didn't die. <laughs> nah, he's dead. Yeah, well, probably, yeah. He was. <laughs> he is dead. Um, but <laughs> anyway, the and show, of course, but, uh, outside of that day, officially, yeah, he, he was killed. <laughs> and of course, they're like, okay, we have a place to start, but how are we going to do it? And Janora, well, let's just say that she can Deus Ex Machina. Re- remember in season two when Janora uh, like Deus Ex Machina out of her body to help Spirit Korra? Astral projected with her astral projection power. She still has. Well, she she has those again, and she also explained she that she still has them. Not again. <laughs> well, she's, yeah, she still has them. They're not as strong as when they were having harmonic convergence. Of course. But she still can astral project herself out of her body and like go for like short amounts of time. Yeah, and Korra says she's planning on taking all the Airbenders with her, and this is when we cut to the Dai Li training the Airbenders. Yep. Underground, you know, it's like, uh, step one of being in the army. Never talk about being in the army. Yeah, they said they're property of the Earth Queen and they have to do whatever she says. And Kai is just, like, having the easiest time ever. Yeah, well, he is. And he also, like, you know, goes easy on his buddy because he understands. Yeah. And, He's of course, this guy isn't. <laughs> da, da, uh, Dai Li guy is like, how dare you show weakness to the enemy? Yeah, he tells him he needs to go do go harder and do better, and he's just like, man, whatever. He actually knocks out the guy, and then 
The lot, it, it's really intense, and the guy is really pushing Kai, even though Kai is the only one who's trained there and knows what he's doing. Right. Uh, uh, but this is when we cut to the underwater base at Lake Laogai. It's yep. flooded and empty, and I wrote in my notes, and no jet skeleton. <laughs> Actually, it's not all flooded, by the way. Because there are some scenes, uh, I thought it was too, yeah. but there are some scenes when uh, Janora is using her astral projection where there there are some unsubmerged areas. Because remember, it was just an underground Yeah, it was cave. under a lake. Yeah, yeah a cave. But yeah, um, so there are, so, you know, and they're like, oh no, it, Janora's like, I didn't see anyone there. It's completely deserted. So where, so where could they be? She's like, well... They could be it literally lists a lot yeah, of it's places. Like they could be in the sewers. They could be in the uh, this other there. Yeah, and and Tenzin's is like, yes, we get it. They, she could be anywhere. Yeah, is there a much. way you can single, uh, single hit like anyone out? Like maybe. And Cora's like, yeah. How did you find me? Yeah. And Janora reveals that since Cora and Janora have a strong spiritual connection, they she both, was able yeah. to find that enter the spirit world at the same time and not all yep. those studying and all that stuff. And of so. course, um, and of course, um, Cora's like, hey. Maybe you can do that with Kai. I mean, you do have you two have a connection. Yeah, and Tenzin's like, what? Tenzin's <laughs> like, excuse you? Yeah, it's Stroking his beard. And so Janora does just that. Yep, yeah, but this is when we cut back to Kai training again. He's the only one who's talented, and he's uh, the Daily guy is earthbending rocks at them, and everyone's trying to dodge them, but just getting hit by him. And of course, Kai is easily blocking them all, and is trying to help his uh, friend again. But yep, trying to help his friend. And in this case, uh, the Daily agent's like, if you have time to help your friends, you uh, you don't have enough rocks. And literally, like, beats the crap out of him with uh, with rocks. He's like, oh, yeah, you're not good enough. Put him, oh, and then, of course, in in a rage, you know, Kai tries to attack. Yeah, and so the he's guy like, take, it, and take this guy to the, what was the it? Hole? Yeah, yeah, to the, the hole. hole. Yep, yeah, and we've uh, this is when he's entered, thrown in there, and told to wait. This is when Janora's spirit finds him. Kai, I yeah. found you. And it, it, he's like, "Yeah." So what's going on? He's like, "She's like, don't worry. We're trying to find a way to rescue you guys." And he's like, "Yeah." There's a lot of people. She's like, "Yeah." Um, mm-hmm. just stay, sit tight. We'll get you. And so she also goes because Janora is smart. They have a cute little weird moment of her like flirting with like, oh, I'm sorry, I found you. And, the, and before she flies off, and they see where they are. Yep, she flies legitimately, just goes straight up, and finds out that they are underneath the queen's temple, the new temple that she was building when yeah. we first saw in the first last episode. Mm-hmm. Cora and, is, of course, pissed as usual, <laughs> yeah, as usual. Um, and of course, Boomy's like, hey, yeah. okay, so this is what we're gonna do. We're going. We're going to go in at the. We're going to go in, sneak in at the dark of night. All we need now is twelve tons of blasting jelly, a medium-sized bulldozer, and does anyone know any badger moles that know Morse code? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> boom, boom, please. And at this moment, they get a knock on the door. The yeah, the Earth Queen all. again. Uh, they, yeah. I swear that. Oh moment, no! Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, it has to be the yeah, Earth Queen. It's the the Earth Queen. How dare, how dare she? Yeah, they open it up and we see Lynn. Lynn Bayfall. Yeah, hey, Lynn's back in the story finally. Jeez. And then yeah, I know, right? After She's so long. here to get Cora out because her life is in danger, and Cora is confused as to why. Oh, did you say like yeah, Zuko she, and your she, father? And he's like, why are they together? Yeah, and then, <laughs> why and, they then she, and then she name drops Zahir, and Tenzin's like immediately like, uh oh, and yeah. Cora's like, guys. Look, I'm standing right here. Tell me what's going on now. Yeah, and also he's shocked when he finds out that the hero's an airbender. Now. Yeah, yes, that too. Yeah. Um. So long and short of it is, um, Zahir and his gang of his gang of friends, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, they, for some reason unknown, um, they are they tried to kidnap Cora when, when they found out that she was, she was the Avatar, and, and when she's like, on. why? 
Why, like, why did they do this? Lynn says, this, this right here, like, um, astonished me. She's like, we were, when we captured Zaheer and them, we interrogated them for 13 years and none of them broke. Yeah. So we have no idea why they're doing any of this. Yeah. And of course, Korra has the realization, oh, that's why you hid me away. Yeah. That's because why all those times in season two when they said that they were doing it to protect her, they meant it. Yeah. Because this is some serious business. And of course, they're like, okay, we need to get you out of here. And Korra's like, I'm, I, she ain't scared. She ain't yeah. scared as a here. I'm afraid of no... Criminals. Yeah. I mean, heck, I fought an equalist and a giant like Godzilla monsters looking thing. <laughs> I ain't afraid of four guys. Yeah, she says she needs to complete this mission, and Lynn says, "Fine, I'll stay here and help." Yep. And this when we cut to night with uh, Janora. Oh yes, it, with Janora. Yeah. And th- this part made me laugh because it's just like, oh wait, little girl, what are you doing? She's like, uh, Janora's like, I'm lost. She's like, you shouldn't be out here alone at night. She goes, I'm not alone. Literally points behind the guards. The guards look in like in weird cartoon fashion. Everyone's like in a fighting pose. It was great. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the main plan, right? Well, so here. The whole team takes out those guys, and of course, they infiltrate oh, the base. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. So here's the plan. Bumi, Korra, and Tenzin yep. are going to look for the airbenders. Yeah. Jinora, Mako, and Bolin are going to look for Kai. The radio, if they need help, you know, reconvene outside. Yep. And so Team Tenzin goes in, uh, goes inside, goes in, and you know, as they're looking looking around, they find the airbenders. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, we're busting you out." And um, they're all shocked and happy, like, "Oh, yeah, wow, like, yeah, yeah." And cool. they mention Kai, and Tenzin's like, "The guy, yeah, the guy Kai already. helped uh, a couple times, tells him like Kai is still locked up in there. Like, don't worry, yeah, people. don't worry." And then I, I had to put this down too, yeah, because Boomy goes on the radio and he's like, "Top side, this is Papa Bear. The breezies are in the hold. Cue the uh, cue the balloons." And Lynn's like, "Wait, what? Are you guys in trouble? <laughs> yeah, something go wrong?" And he just <laughs> rolls his eyes and he's just like, "Look, we got the airbenders out. Get the airships ready. <laughs> Nobody likes." Code names anymore. Yeah, that's hilarious. I'm like, dude. <laughs> that was great. Um, uh, Sami and Lin are in the ship while the B team finds Kai and Janora gives him a kiss. Ooh, got to be Bolin. Bolin's all like, ooh, I'm gonna tell Tenzin. It's so nice. Like, and hey, why was like, not? why would you do that? Yeah, Mako's like, why would you tell Tenzin? He's like, why, why, why would I not tell Tenzin? Such a saucy and then of bit. course, um, uh, Kai's like, hey, sorry for stealing your wallet and stuff. Bolin's like. Oh, I can't stay mad at you. Mako's like, um, yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of money in that wallet. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. I was like, oh, come on, dude. And of course, as they're running away, um, as they're running away, you know, and, um... The Daily catch the B-team and confront... They're like, oh, we're gonna get you. They, they, and of course, yeah. As, yeah, as they're like, we're gonna get you, we cut to Korra and the A-team, and they're like, all right, Let's go. It's clear. Yep. As they're running in the scaffoldings of the temple, you see more Daili agents. And they all jump out. And yep. the queen's like, oh, well, I see that my troop. I see you found my troops. Yeah. They need to learn respect. But you should stop doing this because if you don't stop doing this, you're going to make a war happen. <laughs> you phrased that very weirdly. But yeah, it says, if you kidnap my I, citizens, it is an act of war. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, she's, and Cora's like, like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, Cora's like, <laughs> Come on now. Do you know me? Yeah, and of course the Earth Queen's like, Earth. um, and then boom, all the airbenders decide to do air and yeah. like push everything and push everyone. And then of course, you know, it's like, oh, Boomy's like, look, 
It's the airships. Come on, we gotta go. Yeah, the the airbenders try to hold back the Dai Li as they are uh, they're partially trained now, and they all board the ship. Yep. But and meanwhile, then, meanwhile and Bolin, on the B team, yeah, Mako and Bolin take out their agents. All really cool. Janora like Janora gets like caught for like a brief second because Kai like does amazing airbending stuff. Yeah, beats the crap out of the guy who was training him. Is like yeah. Looks like I am as good as I thought. Yep. Korra and Tenzin escape on Oogie and the airships. Uh, Mako and Bolin is really cool. They're like the, the Dai Li glove fire, like gunfires. So they right. can dodge all that really coolly. Uh, Oogie's fur, of course, falls all over the queen and right. <laughs> makes and, and, starts sneezing crazy. Uh, you forgot the, the coolest Bolin thing ever. Because as a as everyone's leaving, yeah. uh, Korra's like, where are the others? And Bolin's like, hey, little help. Then all of a sudden, Bolin's like, everyone. Grab on! They all like go towards Bolin, and Bolin literally like pushes the earth up to yeah, catapult them yeah, into the sky. Like, I'm like, that is awesome. So good. And of course, the queen's all like, "Get them, you fools!" And yeah, the fur. fur just oh, poof, oh, poof. Yeah, this is really hilarious, dude. Uh, we cut to them having escaped on a big plateau, and Tenzin says he gives the benders a choice to either relocate or join him at the air temple to train, and it's their own free will and their own choice. And it's like, oh, it's really yep. cool. And Finally. every and every single one oh, of them, except for Kai. Not but say not all of, or well, but say not all of them, because uh, we uh, the next scene we see a large number of them going with Tenzin, but then we see a couple going with them on the ship to not to right, right, relocate. Yeah, right. Like, that's a really cool. Well, yeah. cool and of course, like, yeah. oh my goodness, when when a lot of them started saying, "Hey, yeah, I'd like to join you. I'd like to join you," dude, Tenzin just like welled up. Yeah, he's, he's just like, like oh, it's I'm so uh, yeah, Tenzin goes back and Korra keeps traveling, saying that this is only the beginning. And the episode ends there. Yeah, I love Ba Sing Se. I love that the Dai Li are still dope. Like, I, I'll always contend that the Dai Li you know, are fantastic. Yeah, because they, like, uh, what was it, um, well, back, back to the old argument we had with Ed about, like, yeah, you know. Um, the who's bending. the best and who's not? Yeah, but, like, along with the whole, like, oh, bloodbending can control your movements. It's like, the Dai Li were, like, handcuffing people to walls in Avatar, original Avatar, without them even doing it. Be able to stop it in any way. Right. They're those earthbending gloves, and also they shoot them like bullets, so it's extra dangerous. They're, like, they're dope as heck. You know, I was giving this some thought, because I'm... I'm creepy this way. Um, you know how waterbenders can bend the blood in your yeah. body? We we the human body technically has minerals. Yeah. Can, oh yeah. Could an earthbender bend like bone or something like that? That's what I was saying. Yeah, I was thinking about way back in the day, people were like hypothesizing about like yeah, like uh, petrified or ossified bones into like fossils. Technically, are rock and bone at the same time. So right. Who knows? You know, uh. it's all nebulous. Because, like, what they can control, we, we'll get more into earthbending later, but, like, it's still very nebulous what they can and cannot do. But, yeah, who knows? It's always been theorized by people. It's really, I love the Dai Li because they are so strong and cool. They're, they the, do a lot of regular the, yeah, the Dai Li are like. Yeah, the gloves yeah. alone are so intensely, like, you, the, you so know, much utility. Usually I'm not a big fan of, like, you know, things like that, but Secret the, Dai Li, <laughs> the Dai Li are actually pretty good. Pretty cool. I mean, they, they kept Bossing like, yeah. Se under their control for the longest time before yeah. Aang showed up. They were cool with the the later way back in the day with the original king. They were like cool because they're so ominous and they're such a weird like they're not the Fire Nation. They're not openly evil, but they're like a weird secret police that are like controlling the city. And it's like such a cool concept. And also they're Earthbenders, so they're yeah. extra cool. <laughs> but now, speaking of a cool concept, oh, let's yeah. get to episode oh, five. My the 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 first of two of my so far favorite episodes. Of, of this. <laughs> so, yes, episode five. The Metal Clan. Last time... Do you have more detail on the last one? I was have a short thing about the... Am uh, I the only one that is the last time? I have a, I have short notes about... I have, I have the last city. time right here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
But anyway, so on the last time, you know, it's like, there is no safe place for the Avatar. Because, you know, first she's banished from Republic City. Yep. Then now, she's the enemy of the Earth Kingdom by the Queen. Yep. And now, now we got Zaheer's criminals. Yep, Zaheer's after her. Um, Tenzin, with Tenzin and the uh, air recruits gone, yeah, now, she's she, now she's only safe. With Lin's hands. Oh, right there. That first moment right there. Lin Beifong being the only one who can save the Avatar. I'm like, yes, we're going to get awesome Lin action. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, this whole arc is going to be really great. Uh, Let's see. uh, So, where do we start? Naga is playing catch in a field as Korra and the Airbenders trade. Is it Kai with them or? Um, I think you don't don't Uh, see Kai. She's just doing her airbending training. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kai went back because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we see her doing airbun training. Lynn just wants to get a move on because she refuses to play catch with Naga. And I'm just like, as, as a dog owner, I get it. Yeah, right. <laughs> they um, can be terrible. <laughs> and of course, uh, Asa- as all this is happening, yeah, Asami and, Asami, and, and even Naga's like, go, like pushes yeah, the ball to Lynn. Yeah, the ball to Lynn. She's just like, get away. Let's no. Asami and Mako have a report from uh, Zalfu, the Metal Clan City. Immediately hearing Zalfu, the Metal Clan City, Lynn's just like, visibly uh, no, we're not going here. <laughs> yeah. We're not going there. She is incredibly visibly uncomfortable and doesn't want to go there. And Korra's like, no, we have to go. It's a big city. It's be, it'll be cool. And there's an air and there's an airbender there. This is immediately what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, and so they all board the ship and Lin pop like Naga continues to try to like oh, play, play, and yeah, then and bam, it's... just pops the ball. He's like, like, no, oh. my phone. <laughs> um, and, and of course, the flat remains of the ball very sadly, and I'm like, oh, sorry, Naga. Like, yeah. Now <laughs> playtime's over. Get, we we get to Zhao Fu. Yeah. And it looks like from the surface. It looks like th- like a, a bunch of like big providence kind of things yeah. in like lotus flowers, in gi- but it's yeah. but it's all metal, yeah, all metal, super shiny, and looks like it's surrounded by lotus oh petals. Oh my goodness, it, it is looks a really cool design, so amazing. Yeah, Bolin's like freaking out, like whoa, this is so good. Yeah, Lynn, you should love it. The whole city is like made of uh, metal, and then she's and just this like, is like big whoop. <laughs> yeah, she's really like it was the shut and, up. Uh, and when they land, Lynn's... Uh, Cora is still suspicious. Like, what's the, what's the, what's what's with her attitude? Why yeah. is she acting like? Why this? is she being a grump? Yeah. Um, when they land, I mean, this only furthers Cora's suspicions because Lynn's like, I'm not joining you, and don't you dare tell anyone I'm here. Yeah, and I'll, as the balloons are lowering, they get coolly tethered, and like, yeah, Lynn won't really. Oh, the just everything is like yeah. so awesome. Like, I, I'm an Earthbender, as all of you know. I, <laughs> I love Earthbenders. Period. Yeah. I freaked out. When I knew lava bending was a thing, yeah. and yes, I know metal bending is a thing, and like the best earth bender ever, Toph, yeah. and the best bender in the world. Um, yeah, we'll go into that in a minute. But Toph, right, yeah. right. But seeing an entire city, yeah. of nothing but metal benders, it's incredibly advanced. We're gonna find out because it's like, oh. of course, it's great. Uh, yeah. They are greeted by the ambassador Iway, 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 yeah, uh, and are led to the Airbender as they hear it's really, really cool, and the city is beautiful. This guy has a weird like nose change; it's really cool. But before we do that, on the island, oh well, he did actually. Before that, he also asks, "Is, is there anybody there else here? Is, this, is there anyone else?" He's like, "Nope, we got everyone." Mm-hmm. Then he goes to lead them into the city. But we go to Air Temple Island, yep. where Eki we see and Milo. Yep, are showing the new recruits around, and. We get to see one of the new recruits, Dal, aka the first airbender guy that was freaking out. Yeah, in the city, yeah. Yep. He's just like, oh, it's pleased to meet you. And then we get to meet a new airbender, a kind of beefy airbender. Yeah. He's just like, hey, my name is uh, Yoru. Yoru. R O Y O R R U. Yeah. Yoru. Yeah, but he's just like Yoru. 
He says it weird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, pronunciations aside, we, new guy appears and he's like pretty buff. And he's got like a scar on his head and everything. Yeah. And um, he's just like, "Hi, um, I heard anyone's welcome." Iki's like in typical yeah, country bumpkin yeah, yeah, fashion. Yeah, yeah. Ma, Kaya, we got a new one. Yeah, of course. Uh, and of course, there's you know, Yoru seems to be a decent, decently. Fine fellow. Um, <laughs> he anyway. takes off his hood and it's obviously Zaheer. <laughs> what are you talking about? Zaheer has like scruff on oh, his face. Oh, you're right. The shaved it. man with the same eyebrow and same voice by Henry Rollins isn't him. <laughs> Thanks for spoiling it for the viewers. It's really... I wanted to build it up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah, to it's be obvious. fair, it is, it's, it's very obvious. Uh, back in Zaofu, the team is all amazed by how cool the whole city is. And Oh, dude, Bolin especially yeah, is having out. like... Of the time of his life. Yeah. And of course... We, we see a big metal statue of Toph. Of Toph. The inventor of, of metal bending. The creator. Great. Yeah. You don't invent bending, you create it. She invented it. Uh, she created it. She invented it. She... Anyway. <laughs> go off of Tomato, one. potato. Yeah, we anyway. learned that she used to visit all the time, but now she wanders the world in search of enlightenment, and no one has seen her in years. Yep, and that saddens Bolin. Of course. And so... They they go inside a, a building. They arrive at a big shiny house. And there's, <laughs> the there's like some kind of uh, metal bending oh, practice happening. We see that he says uh, Aoi says that her mother wants to meet with Korra first. Oh right, yes, correct. And this is when we see a number of cool bending practicing metal benders on wires, like doing the like uh, doing some bend dances. And as we say, it's for a um, what's it called a performance. But we get a quick shot of a certain. Earthbender, who I want everyone to keep an eye on. She yep. has a mole and she has a long ponytail. She's one of the dancers in the beginning bit. Keep an eye on her. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> ignore that, Ben. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm see... <laughs> not going to ignore this. Anyway, we see the matriarch yep. of the metal clan, Suyin, introduced. And she's, as she's... Call me yeah, call, call Misu. Call Misu. Misu Su. No, she's a... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Anyway. Um, but yeah, she's she's actually very pleasant and happy. And everyone's just like, yeah, you know. And, you know, Cora's like, yeah, it's finally glad to meet you. Um, Iway whispers to Suzy in Suzy. Oh, ear. I was about to say before that, uh, voice actor is Anne Heche from Everwood, from Ellie McBeal. From, I know her from Nip Tuck. And also Chicago PD. She's a huge actress. Things I've never watched in my life. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, Su Yin is a but, big actress. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, yeah. Su, um, yeah. Tells him, like, oh, there's so many things to do here, and there's a number of interests and hobbies, and everyone here is really cool, and this city's the best city ever. Oh, by the way, you missed um, when Ai Wei was taking them on the train. Yeah. You missed the part where everyone in the city, they're, they're expected, they're urged to be at their highest yeah. potential so everyone can do pretty much anything if they set their mind to it kind yeah, of thing yeah they want yeah um but anyway back at uh yeah. sue i would um, tell I, sue I, something. I whisper something and sue's like why did you lie to my uh, advisor about this being everyone and cora at first is like what are you talking about and i reveals he's a truth seeker he, yeah he can literally pretty much like what Toph could do yeah, with exactly like the what vibrations. Toph could do, sensing vibrations yep. in somebody to see if they are lying. And Cora's like, okay, look, we didn't mean to lie. We were just told not we were just told not to tell you that Lynn was here. And if Sue immediately is like, wait, Lynn's here? Yeah, Ooh, she's so I wanna happy. meet her. And Cora's uh, confused and she's like, Wait, you know Lynn? And Sue's like, You're kidding, right? Oh, of course she wouldn't tell you about me. I'm her sister. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Dude, mind blow number one. Although I did, <laughs> I, I did when she revealed that, I did see some of the signs. Like oh, I gross. remember saying, because 
they they have the same hair. Yeah, very similar hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course, as that happens, they bring her to the ship, and we learn that they're actually half sisters. That Lynn oh, out immediately. <laughs> same same mom, different dads. Yeah, but then so we also learn seems very nice and happy, but Lynn is very put off to the whole situation. And we also learn that Lynn has not spoken to or visited any of her family yeah, in, in 30, 30 years. years. Yeah, 30 years. Yeah, any of you out there who don't get to see their family like a year, maybe two, every one or two years, yeah, just remember, there's always something worse out there. <laughs> yeah, it could be um, 30 but anyway, years of uh, course... Sue says that the airbender is her daughter, and Lynn doesn't care that it's her niece. <laughs> yeah, Lynn doesn't care, and... Uh, as, as all of that's happening, you know, Lynn is just, like, extremely upset. Yeah. But Sue's like, I gotta show you the city. Because, let's be honest, our squabbling is not the point. The point is, Cora here needs to see the the airbender. And Lynn's just like, err. Yeah, as she begins to show them around to her rest of her family, we see a metal-bending sport called Power Disc, played by Sue's two sons, Wayne and Wayne. Way. Was it Wing or Way? It, it's Wing, wing and or Way. Win? I thought uh, it was Win. Uh, um, wing? I have I have the Blu-ray with subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Wing. Wing, okay. Yeah, wing way and Way. Yeah. And Power Disc is not only a metal bending sport, but it was one invented by Wing and Way. Yeah. All right. So then next we see a bunch of scrap metal art from like some early, edgy, some edgy dungeon. looking guy named yeah. Juan. Yeah, the punk with eyeliner and piercings named Juan. Bolin and, doesn't get the art, but yeah, tries to be nice. I'm, so, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I like this because Bolin's like, "That's a nice banana," and uh, and Juan is like. What are you talking about? I was inspired by harmonic convergence, obviously. And Bolin's like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. I see it now. Banana. Yeah, it's very funny if you walk away. And it's just like, okay. And then we actually get to see the we get to see the the airbender. Yep. A, some a, a cute girl yeah, by Opal. the name of Opal. Uh, we meet her, and Bolin is are like automatically like, oh, he's great. oh she's great, and yeah, Lynn well, is rushing to leave. Also, yeah, Lynn is just like, we gotta get out. Yep. Uh, also, the voice actor for Opal, Allison Stoner, who you might know as from Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts. Ah, see, that's that the girl big one. in Young Justice. That's like, the other one because I knew she sounded familiar. Yeah, Isabella from Phineas and Ferb, and also she's like a, a frequent dancer in those Missy Elliott videos from the nineties okay. and on. She's a, a dancer mostly, but, but yeah, yeah, she's um, uh, yeah, she's great, and she's been in a ton of stuff. And, and it's it, it's actually cute because I, we're not gonna gloss over this part because Bolin is being nice. He's yeah. like, hey, that's a nice name, Opal. I'm Bolin, and immediately Opal like. Hardcore crushes on Bolin. Yeah, it's all like flirty. Like, oh, you know, she she no, she's all flirty. Yeah. Bolin is literally oblivious to this. That's like after she's like you know being all like flustered and all like cutesy and stuff. We see Bolin just like you know staring off like. Oh. It's yep. like Bolin, my friend, come on. Sue wants Opal to train and stay here, which is the, the first little snag. But Lynn wants her to leave. Yeah, Lynn and Cora agrees. Well, kind of. Cora does it. She said. Cora, Cora Sue, was yeah. like, "You should. Co- she should come to the air temple." Yeah. Sue convinces Cora to stay for a bit, though. Mm-hmm. And, and and then of course you know Lynn's not happy about it, but does anyway. And she still won't say why she's so ready to leave and so hostile to everybody. Yep. And uh, uh, but yeah, but don't worry, it's the safest city. Uh huh. Then we cut to Cora and Opal 
starting their first yep. starting their first session, and Opal of course, was already pretty good. Oh, black apparently. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, it was actually kind of funny because Opal's like, "I'm nervous about this," and Cora's like, "Look, I've never taught anyone either, so we're both in the same boat." Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's kind of a natural talent. And at the temple, Milo is of course very harsh on the recruits, training the worms. Yeah, it's very hilarious. Um, Be the leaf. They're all. What does that mean? They can't go through that crazy panel thing that Korra could barely do, but Zaheer expertly does it very well. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Yoru, sorry. Yeah, Yoru. Or, or Euro. Or Euro. <laughs> Euro or Gyro. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, Euro. yeah, but he does. But he does it exponentially well. And Kaya's very suspicious of this. Oh no, not Kaya tells him Tenzin uh, uh, tells them that Tenzin wants everyone to meet at the Northern Air Temple. And Zaheer's like, oh, is uh, Korra going to be there, the Avatar? And she's like, no. Yeah, no, she had and other obligations. And that's when she starts getting uh, suspicious. Yeah, and Kaya's just like, okay. And he's just like, oh, I was really hoping that. Oh, well. It's really funny. Oh, uh, and she, she, she tells him that that, that she's, she uh, left traveling with Tenzin and she's off stay split. Right. That's when they find out. Um, uh, and then we go back to... Uh, the, the metal clan, yeah, yep. Zafu. The where, chef in Zafu I wrote down and cooked elephant coin. I was just like, oh. yeah, dude, I have, yeah, I was gonna say I have exactly what he cooked yeah, on yeah. here. Yeah, a a uh, seared wild Kyoshi elephant koi paired with a ginger infused pea ten- tendril and hibiscus root salad. Yeah, and I was like, like, like he's literally, <laughs> hey, he, he he's like an iron chef. Yeah. Well, shut up. <laughs> anyway, he's a really buff dude with tattoos and piercings, and he looks like he looked very interesting. I was like, what's up with that? You find out later. Uh, Sue's husband and oldest son, keep an eye on him, are busy with a project and don't go to dinner. Shut up, Ben. Don't look at me like that. Just remember her oldest son. I, there's nothing behind that. Shush. Uh, Lynn mocks Sue for having five kids and jokes about how Tom said that they were a blessing sarcastically. It's and, very funny. It's yeah, very and, and as that's happening, uh, Bolin a, and Opal are hitting it off pretty well, actually. Yeah, it's a very awkward dinner, but Bolin makes a joke about a pea tendril and it's hilarious. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and of course... Um, Cora and Sue not only talk about, you know, they talk about the airbenders, and they also mention the queen, which Sue is immediately yeah, like, she sucks. Oh, queens are like so last century. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, so it was, dude. It was it's so terrible. But, uh, but like, Bolin and, um, the Bolin and Opal keep talking about their shared past, while Opal feels oh. like she's a little bit, like, locked in, and Bolin's like, I've done a crazy stuff. I grew up on the street. I was a famous Yeah, like, the moment he mentioned, like, growing up on the street, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Bolin's like, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, this happened. But now, uh, Things get ten- more and more tense between more, Lynn yep, and Sue. More tension grows up. And, now... How are they going to get out of this tension, you might be asking? Because, but let me tell you, kids, because the only person who can break a tense situation comes in. Varric and Julie! They appear again! Dude, I had to pause watching this just so I could scream at the top of my lungs (laughs) because my second best boy has has made it into... He's back. Yep. And he's like, yeah, I'm just like... Dude, Bolin and I, we're just, Varric! Yeah. And then, of course... He uh, claims his prison escape was the universe setting him free. Oh, yeah, dude. We're talking, like, Asami's like, what are you doing here? Good question. What are any of us yeah. doing here? <laughs> <He's> very <laughs> okay, philosophical. And, of course, the universe for, let him escape. Yeah, it freed him. Yeah, he... the universe freed him. That's what And now was. he works for Suyin. He has seen the future. And the future is magnets. Lynn is pissed. Sue is harboring a criminal. And Sue thinks people can live out their lives and outlive a bad past. This is a theme, ladies and gentlemen. A theme of outliving your bad past. Oh, and and by the way, I mean, why can't people change? I mean, the chef who made that wonderful elephant koi, he was a pirate. 
Yeah, and of course, this angers Lynn to no end, and she storms off yep, angry. And Mako and Bolin continue, or, oh, this is when we cut to, after she storms out from the dinner, uh, Mako and Bolin are, like, cleaning up after dinner, and they chat about Opal. Uh, Bolin doesn't think she's his type, but then Mako, of course, makes fun of all of his past love Dumb movie stars and evil ice princesses. Yep, it's very, very judgmental on Mako's part for being such a horrible boyfriend that he was. And of course, <laughs> and, my, and then Bolin's like, you know what? Maybe, Maybe she is Bolin material. Yeah, he's just like slicking up back his hair a little bit. So, and then of course, uh, Cora and Sue have a yeah, moment where we get to a model Cora, of the city that she's looking at. That's Sue yep. with Sue, and uh, and Cora's just like, "Look, I'm sorry about how uh, how Lynn's been treating you." Yeah, and she, you know, we she actually get that, some we actually get some uh, backstory where uh, apparently Sue and uh, Sue and um, Lynn were fighting for Toph's uh, like attention else, because yeah. where. Toph lived in a situation where she had no freedom. Toph gave them literally all the freedom that they wanted. Yeah, and we also see that Sue started the entire city herself with her husband. I, yep. I, we don't know about the husband yet, I don't know, but she also mentions that she started this entire city. And Cora apologizes about Lynn's behavior and then asks what the deal. And this is when we find out neither of them knew who their father was. And Toph was always busy as chief. Yep. Uh, treated them the opposite of how she was raised, which we saw. Yeah, her parents didn't want to be like, my daughter's a blind, defenseless little girl, and she can't be blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, out fuck, uh, fighting in, like, underground tournaments and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's very funny. They're like, oh, no, I'm going to be yeah. open. And, and of course, and of course, Lynn, uh, Lynn became uh, a police officer. Yeah, Toph following... did not like how Lynn was a police officer, and Sue says, I was a rebel. Bit of a rebel. But apparently, yeah, Toph was not happy with Either of them. Yeah. So, Sue, at 16 years old, left to see the world. Yeah, she became a pirate, a circus actor, and did some sandbending with nomads. Yep. Yeah, all those things ultimately, all she wanted was to get married, have kids, and start... And start what she's doing now. Yeah, she married an architect and started the city as well as his family. And she's Uh, she's sad that Lynn never came to live with them. Right. And then we go back to... Bolin. Bolin and Opal. Opal is... Practicing, and Bolin is putting on the smolder. Yeah, and does, Opal yeah. does not like this. Yeah, it's like you're really, really weird, and I'm not liking. Then he's like, "Come on, I was just trying to be cool. I always try to blow up with them with girls, and I'm sorry." And she's like, "Just <laughs> be yourself." Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, I like it because he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I just when girls like me, I go crazy." And she's like, "Who said I liked you?" Yeah. Wait, but I'm kidding. But don't. I, I just like it because this is adorable. Because she's like, "Stop trying." Yeah. I mean. Don't stop trying. Just <laughs> be yourself. long story short, yeah, it's be a yourself. be yourself moment. And Bolin, being the adorable yet gullible man that he is, is yeah. like, wait, be myself. The thing I should have been doing all this time. <laughs> of course, but, uh, this is when they are interrupted by Cora saying she needs Opal's help. Yeah, hey, she's just like, hey, Opal, can I uh, break you away from uh, Bolin for a second here? Yep. Oh, uh, and we cut back to Air Temple Island where Yuru Yuro sneaks around. And finds a locket. It yep. has Guru Lahima's passage in it. Yep, and uh, and he of course he reads it, and um, as that's happening, Iki he's like, "Hey, him. no one's allowed in my dad in my dad's uh, office except for my dad." And he's like, "Oh, I was looking for this inscription. Do you know what it says?" And does he tell her or does he get off before? Um, no, she asks what he what he was saying. And yeah. he, all he said was it was an, like some kind of passage from, from Guru Lahima. Guru Lahima, and of course, Kaya's like, "Iki, you need to be in bed." Yep, Kaya pops up. Kaya, Kaya like raises an eyebrow at uh, yep. at Zahir. <laughs> Starts Zahir. asking him some questions, and she figures out. Wait a minute. Ah, yours are here, and immediately they start fighting. It's a very, very cool fight because she oh has my her, goodness. something yeah. about a tribe water on her. 
uh, he starts. He like pulls out a glider, an old glider. I we know. I don't know if this it was. Is... From, it was from Tenzin's office, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because it was yeah. like on like. Yeah, he pulls out the glider from the area. I was curious if that was actually uh, Ang's old glider or not. I was very curious. I think it is because it was like. It was it was nicely placed on like a like yeah. an altar kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I think that was actually Aang's. Oh man, he takes the glider and he escapes, but is like pulled from the sky by Kaya. It's a very cool fight. Using the glider staff, he takes out a ton of people. I said doing a bunch of cool Aang shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he oh, beats yeah. up everybody, including her and the White Lotus that try to stop him. Right, and then of course he flies away. Like uh, it, was, it even states that he was disappointed that the, you know he's not going to be joining him since the Avatar's not. Yeah, there. it's a very cool fight. And then we cut Zafu, to yep Zafu where Lin reads a paper with. Oh well, yeah, I wrote the uh, that person. I'm a little spoiled, but yeah, he, she reads a paper. Well, wait a minute. That Ben plug your ears because that on that paper is uh, that uh, character I told you to keep in mind in earlier. Kuvira, <laughs> ignore that. All right, <laughs> Cora pops up with Opal. You're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cora pops up with Opal to talk. And Opal, Opal's trying to warm up. Yeah, to opens Lynn up and her Lynn heart. Just... She opens up her heart and is very kind, saying, I, "I never got to get to know you, my aunt, and I'm just glad you're here, and I just want to get to know you." And Lynn just like get, get out. out, and she's like, "What?" And she's like, "Get out." It's so intense and crazy. And Chorus is like... And Opal cries and runs off, and it's just like, woof. And, and of course, Chorus is like, what's your problem? I told Opal to come here. Yeah. I, this was my idea. And she, and of course, Lynn's like, start saving the world and stop saving my family. And of course, Cora's like, wow, Sue's right. You're just going to be a lonely, bitter old woman. Leaves, and of course, yeah, Lynn makes starts crying. crying. Yeah, it's a super sad moment. Like I said, way back in season one... Lynn's suffering has not even begun to start in that first season. Uh, and it's then the episode so ends there. And that's where the episode ends. And I was just like, ugh, so tore up over this. I was uh, texting with Ed while watching this. I was like, God, I forgot. I was like, everything's... Dude. Lynn is so and sad. It's, just, uh, just seeing Lynn like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, so used to, I'm used to seeing Lynn... Confident like, and well, kick butt. <laughs> well, that and crotchety. Yeah, stoic and crotchety, yeah. But, no. Yeah, now she has to do something that... Characters like that have a hard time doing. Facing your past. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very intense thing. Uh, I absolutely love her. Also, yeah, what do you think of Zafu? Oh, uh, dude. Honestly, <laughs> if I were an earthbender, I would totally want to go there just so I could learn metal bending. And I would actually want to live there. You could learn from the police force in, <laughs> in Republic Why City. Why would I want to learn from <laughs> From Republic City. She's not going to teach her at the police force. Come on, she's a chief. She's got yeah, time for that. I know. That, that's, why, that's why the only person who would teach me is Sue. <laughs> um, but okay, I, I have to point this out. I am a strong fan of Team Bolinesca. Really? Why then are they pulling a Ray from Star uh, Finn <laughs> from Star Wars? First season, yeah. it was it, it, he wanted to be with Korra. Yeah. Didn't work out. <laughs> Second season, it was it was Bolin with Best Girl. Eska's great. Third, no, third season. Before that, he was after Ginger after, during that season, too. <laughs> uh, well, okay, Later yeah, that, that was ambiguous, but he was after honest, Ginger that whole season. Well, yeah, it, it was Eska, and then Eska ended, and then he was with Ginger, and then Ginger ended, and then he was back with Eska, kind of. Even but though they really. never officially ended it yeah. on screen, yeah. which I think is hilarious. But anyway, um, uh, and then in this season, it's now Bolin and Opal. Yeah, it's a whole Finn from Star Wars. Yeah, different love or, or Scarlet or, I, uh, uh, Black Widow from Marvel. Every movie has a different love interest. <laughs> um, 
during our uh, our yeah. extra long episode, I saw I, when uh, Finn when you pointed out about Finn yeah. with a uh, Ray and the first one, and then uh, um, Rose, Rose and second. I wanted to say, yeah, he's becoming like, but I couldn't say it because we hadn't recorded this episode. Oh yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. Um, but oh uh, no, 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 <laughs> Lynn, just choose one already. Never, he'll never choose. <laughs> Why? Well, says you. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, like, it's great that he is a okay, real And also, look. I love Opal. She's, I, I love Opal because she's just already great. She's never been Yeah, there. I was going to say, to be honest, I do like Opal's character. It has, like, that whole thing I was saying right now has nothing to do with her because she actually is a really... She seems like she's going to be an interesting character. And she's literally just a female Boleyn. She's not really as jokey as Boleyn. She's pretty, like, shy. But, but, but yeah, I was, I, in innocence is what I'm talking about yeah. because she and he act somewhat the same. Eh, especially when they first met especially when they first met but she's obviously you know she does have more intellect well oh yeah she's raised in this cool city well yeah. off and like being raised by the earth the metal queen lady uh, everybody matriarch mm-hmm. alright Matt what real talk mm-hmm. we're gonna have to do something very serious in this episode what we're gonna have to by the way this is the title of episode 6 we're gonna have to open up some old wounds. Yikes! It's that was a terrible joke, and yikes! This episode. Um, joke, <laughs> joke, or oh, yeah. segue? Yeah, it was a bad segue. My bad. <laughs> or no, it was a good segue. Yeah, but it was it, a bad joke. Anyway, episode six. I wasn't trying to joke. Old um, anyway, wounds. but good old Shiro is there to tell us that Lynn is Lynn has a sister, you know, and it, this is amazing. Yep. And the, her her niece Opal is the new airbender they were looking for. Yep. And of course, while Sue and Opal are like, yay, we welcome you, we welcome you with lo- open arms, um, Lynn's just like, no, I'm, I'm not having this. But meanwhile, Zaheer. Zaheer, Zaheer went to the air temple to find Korra. It failed. That whole thing failed. So Zaheer left, and now he's a wanted man in Republic City, City. Which, uh, that just... What? He's a wanted man everywhere, yeah. and yet Republic City's just now like, this man's dangerous. Well, they know that he's there, I guess. The problem is now Zafu opens up like a lily because it was closed at night. That's yep. so cool. I know, right? <laughs> I, lo- I love that so much. Yeah. Um, and of course, Cora and company are eating breakfast, and, you know, it's just like, oh no, Lynn's not here. Yeah, yeah she's maybe she's sulking in some. Um, Wing and Wei are like, hey, we're getting ready for. I want to say before that, we see uh, Sue is pissed about how. Lynn oh, treated definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she's very, it's very her daughter. Pissed. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, Wing and Wei fired over prepping for power disc in the morning. Like, oh, I'm going to be And of course, they're like, hey, Cora, you should join us. And Cora's like, I, I can't because I don't know how to metal bend. Yeah. And Sue's, Sue's surprised because he's like, why didn't Lynn teach you this? Yeah. And Cora makes a good point. Yeah. Um, she's I, busy. She's, <laughs> first off, she's busy. But secondly, Cora never thought to ask. Yeah, that's very funny. Sue says that she that Lynn will be a bad teacher and offers to teach her herself. It's yep. very funny. And then, of course, as all of this is happening... Oh, Opal says that Bolin should join them. And but he's Bolin's like, oh, like no, 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 awkwardly no, no, no. refuses. My, my heart is in the rocks and the dirt, and I couldn't do that. But <laughs> Sue says the door is open. So. Yeah, the door's open, I mean, if you want. And suddenly, magnetizing everything. Yeah, suddenly, all the metal, even from Bolin's mouth, just goes and sticks to Varric with this weird ultra like old Iron Man I looking see a suit. full samurai Iron Man looking suit with um, and of all course, magnets. And of course he's like yes success 
magnet suit. It works. Julie, turn it off. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then he's like, yes, it worked. Now for phase two, Julie cleans up this mess, walks away. And it's funny because when he tells Julie to turn it off, Julie is like carrying this huge, gigantic, yeah, like course. power cord. <laughs> and of fun. course, when uh, Varric leaves to have Julie clean up the mess, she we actually get something of her emoting because she looks down, looks at Varric. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just like funny. wow. Uh, this is when we see two guards just like flirting. You're like, hey, you're, you're well, doing flirting? I don't think. Hey, how many push-ups did you do uh, yesterday? I did like fifty. <laughs> That's not flirting. I'm pretty sure that dude was trying to hit on that other guard lady. <laughs> but, but but that was him hitting on her. Yeah. Oh my head. <laughs> hey, you don't know how she's. She's a guard. Hey, she's a tough. But lady. you know what I do know? Lynn's pissed. <laughs> exactly. Lynn, okay. Spoilers. Lynn's upset. Hey, Lynn Go is figure. T- yeah. Lynn's like, hey, what, what are you guys doing? doing? Get back to work. I you can be here any minute now. And I was just like, hey, well, yeah, I was pops up like, yeah, you need to chill out, girl. Yeah, chill, girl. <laughs> chill. Um, you know. You you look kind of uh you look kind of hurt. Stressed? You look like you're over. Well, yeah, you, you look hurt. I think you're extremely overstressed, and if you don't take care of these repressed memories, it's going to affect you. And of course, Lynn's like, Shut I don't want to. wrong. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to talk about my emotions. He's she's like he's like okay, then don't. Here's an acupuncturist. Yeah. And of course, she's just like scoff. Meanwhile, in, in weird, Republic City, yeah, in Republic City, Zahir and the gang, I'll say, chill in a spirit-filled apartment. <laughs> yep, and of course, um, uh, Gazan's like, so what? We're not gonna? Uh, are we gonna continue uh, our plan to take out the president? And Zahir's like, no, that has to wait. wait. We gotta also, get out. Plea is in full armor now in a full yep. normal outfit, and she says that thanks for causing a ruckus, Zahir. Jeez. Yep. So, long story short, they have to leave Republic City because of that. Yeah, and they can't take out the president. They say that the oh, delivery truck outside that they see, and they say, that's our means of escape from the city. Yep, and then, of course, as that as that's happening... Um, Metal-bending acupuncture. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, of course, now, I don't know much about actual acupuncture, mm-hmm. so I don't know if this is like a Legend of Korra version of it or not. Well, no, they don't float the needles above them with metal bending. And no, they no, put no, them no. In your body. I mean, how it works, you don't. Um, well, first off, um, you know, he's the uh, acupuncturist, like, sticks needles in Lynn's, like, tell all me the if you feel... All the pressure and the yeah. chi and all that, whatever the heck Tell me do. if you feel anything. I feel nothing. Huh. That means your chi is, like, really blocked right now. We so need here's... more needles. <laughs> more needles. Now... Now, um, what I'm about to say is how, what I don't know about acupuncture. Because he talks about how sometimes when you do uh, acupuncture, there could be deep buried memories that are very hard for you to comprehend, you know, kind of thing. And of course, the moment Liz like, Kuh, buried memories, please, a needle gets stuck right in her forehead, and we, get, <laughs> and she, we go blasting into the past. Yeah. Where we I'm... see uh, Sue with like, to a, a young Sue. Young, with young two, Lin and the young Sue confronts Sue for ditching with her pals. Yep. And they have a bunch of, a big bag full of jewels that they're all like, yeah, yeah, this is silly. And of course, Lin's like, why are you out with these creeps? Yeah, she's chastising her for ditching, is it school or just ditching school. someone? I Meaning, yeah. She's pissed at her for ditching. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you hanging out with these losers? And like, Lin, and yeah, Sue's so like, like my whatever, friends. you're not my mom. Leaves. Yeah, uh, Lin tells her to stop acting like this, but Sue lashes out and leaves, and current Lin is sweating and Yeah, sweating bullets. Yep. Uh, and then, speaking of Sue, yeah. we get to Sue and Cora in like the, out in this like garden with a whole bunch of uh, actual 
Um, meteorites. Yeah, actually. meteors. She says she collects them and that they are really good for metal bending, which I'm like, oh, wow, the whole thing that Toph did uh, way earlier. Yep. I'm trying to think. Um, Toph metal bent in season two with Bossing Say? At the very end of, yeah, of season two. The meteor, the meteor thing with Sokka's sword was in season three. Wait, and I think it was in season three then because... No, she, she was kidnapped by those two guards and uh, the whole by, by, after by, Ang was killed... He got, had to get back to Bossing Sand. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. So yeah, she, so yeah the, the meteor was metal. I don't remember if they said it was made out of a metal or by way back then, but yeah, these meteors are all metal. Well, I mean, if episode. Sokka was able to forge a sword from the meteor... So it had to be metal? <laughs> yeah, there had yeah. to be something. Yeah, I mean, you can't use metal. a forge in... Well, actually, you could melt stone. Eh, who knows? Anyway. It had to be metal, because it was a metal sword. I'm pretty sure yeah, at the end of that. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So the, the uh, meteor is really good for metal bending, which is really cool. Cool callback. Korra then, tries, but is distracted by a peeping bullet. <laughs> yeah, excuse you. Oh, my. A peeping bullet. <laughs> and, of course, bullet... Pretending a bunch not to of, watch. Uh, yeah, pretending not to watch. is like, yeah, don't worry. I'll just sit here and watch. And Sue's like, you know you could, you know, learn with... Cora, right? He's like, nah, you know, Earth guy right here. I'm just gonna pull up a chair and, like, sit. Yeah, and we also learned that only one in a hundred Earthbenders can actually be metalbenders. And Sue's like, not with that attitude. Yeah. Because she's like, the only thing holding you back is is your uh, negative attitude. Yep, Cora keeps trying and eventually succeeds. And yep, because, Bolin's like, wow, I guess you're one of those one in a hundred. Yeah, and, and, and I found it interesting because in order for her to to metal bend, yeah. she had to actually focus on like the actual metals that's in the, the. That's why my question about like if they can do something with the body. Yeah, that's how Toph originally learned. She was in that metal cage. She started like doing her like echolocation thing, and she saw felt the minerals inside of the metal, and that's how she began to actually bend that. Yeah. So yeah, and now that yeah, that's how she originally learned, and that's how that's funny. That's exactly how they try to teach Cora. It's very very cool. And Bolin is sad at this, but now we have to go back to the past. Yeah, where uh, Lynn is driving, where Lynn's driving a police vehicle, and of course it's like she's on patrol, and she gets a call. It's very yep. cool. Uh, she gets a call for uh, a robbery, and of course immediately as she's getting ready to go to it, she sees the getaway car, and she starts chasing it, stops it. Yeah, and all and of a sudden we find out that it's two. You said that she got a call about a robbery. Yeah, yeah, okay, and yeah, she crashes. She, she uh, metal bends the wheels on the thing and crashes the car. And who gets out is those two weirdos that Sue was with. And yeah, she catches them immediately. And yep. it's a disheveled Sue that crawls out of the car as well. And this is when Lynn wakes up and shoots the needles out of her all over the place. Yep. And then she uh, and then she starts walking out and the, the acupuncturist is like, um, you shouldn't do this. This is going to make you sick. And yeah. she's like, shut up. Yeah, but she stumbles out very drunkenly anyway. Uh, and then of course, we, we cut to... Uh, in her room. Yeah, to her in her vision, room. Yeah, of young Sue... But it's it like it's she's actually opening Cora. Door. Yeah, it's Cora well, telling her you should apologize to Opal. You were terrible and nasty to her. And uh, and then of course um, she's like, yeah, she, I gotta go back to the jungle. <laughs> I gotta go back. Yeah, go back then, to the extra punctures for wait, the final wait, wait. session. So she's gotta go back. Back to back the past. past. Yes, I'm right. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's the same scene when she goes back to the acupuncturist to finish the session. The guys are Terra Triad, and Sue was the getaway driver. Yep, and of course. Um, obviously, Lynn's like, you're not going to get away with this. And Sue's like, what are you going to do? Arrest yeah, me? Yeah, no big Starts deal, walking whatever. Away, and, yeah. well, Lynn goes to arrest her. Yeah, she tries gee, to push off. Gee, a criminal not thinking that she's going to be arrested, even though they're family. Yeah, and, and then, she oh, cuts but off this, Sue. But this right here really astonished me. Because as uh, Lynn used the awesome wire thing that the, yeah. uh, metal, be the men metal benders have... 
like it grabs Sue's arm. She's trying to arrest Sue. Her, huh? Sue goes and cuts the wire. And does she have wife, a knife? Or did she use? Yeah, a she, yeah she had a it was a knife. Yeah. Uh, how else is she gonna cut it? She's a metal bender. No, I don't think that early she wasn't. She's trained. If Lynn can do that with the anyway, wires, she has to be trained. Anyway, the um, point is, is she, she, Sue just turns around and cuts the wire, and the wire like recoils back so fast that it gives Lynn that scar that she yeah, now has. Yeah, her face has. scars. Yeah, the two face scars was from the wire being cut from her sister. So messed up. And, and of course, you know this is uh, this is not good, obviously. Yep. And this is when we cut to a the checkpoint. Yep. yep. The border checkpoint out of Republic City through the bridge. The delivery man is with the Zahir group and is nervous at the very nervously driving. Uh, we see that he gets pulled over by the checkpoint. Mingwa has an ice beer on his side, telling him not to misspeak, but he accidentally blows his cover. <laughs> yeah, blows his cover. But fortunately, when they're like step out of the car, the guy gets to step out of the car and just runs. Yeah, he just looks fleeing. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then, of course, they, they go to check the goods, yeah. and it's a Zahir. Zahir and blasts, it. Yeah, blasts the cops, and they He's flee. like, get going. And then they, they literally drive away. Yeah, Mingwa drives the car away. Plea blasts the cars with the her, the, her crazy psychic firebending, and it's goes on. Yeah. Sparky Sparky Boom Bending. Anyway. <laughs> sparky Boom Bending. Yeah, Gazan lavas the bridge as they escape. And I'm like, yeah! Uh, dude, yes. <laughs> Every time I see Gazan, it's just like... Yeah, yes. they gotta see. Bolin um, casually yeah. is just walking around the old meteor field and uh, tries to do some metal bending, but is unable. Yep, unable to. And of course, Huba Opal is there. It's yep, like, he's hey, how you, hey uh, are you gonna, you know... Try doing something with that, and Bolin's like, "No, I'm thinking about mustaches." And and she's like, "Bolin, you're talking weird again." Yeah, I just said. And then we learn out metal bending. Yep, we learn that Bolin cannot figure out metal bending, and that yeah, he's tried. He's yeah. tried many times, and he just can't do it. Yeah. And one of the biggest reasons is because his biggest his role hero. model yeah, is top. Biggest hero, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice." Yeah, I'm like, "That's awesome." And then of course, Opal's like, "Well." I, you, you must yeah, be afraid. Sue, you, know? yeah. well, you, you should ask Sue. And Bolin points out also, it's like, oh, it's kind of like you when you know you wanting about to leave. Yeah, this but your place. mom's telling you to stay here. We should both do what we need to do. And it's very like, oh, good. Look at us, you know, supporting yeah. each other. And they have a cute. Mom, yeah, it's very lie. nice. Uh, Lynn in her flashback, we see Sue and her being chastised by Toph. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, um, it's really fantastic. We, I, I do. Yeah, I was gonna say if I remember. Top is like has them both in uh like in her office. Yeah. And she's just like, do you do you girls understand the position you just put me yeah, in? Yeah, and Lynn is. I'm like I'm 100 percent this whole sequence. I'm 100 percent on Lynn's side. Lynn Same says here. she didn't do anything wrong. She arrested a criminal. Toph is just like, oh, Sue, why would you do this? All right, Sue, you're going to go live with my family outside of the city. Yep, you're not allowed to be in Republic Lynn, City. Lynn, give, give me that arrest report. And she rips it up. Lynn is incredibly furious. understandably yeah, feels see, furious about I, it. I agree with you because yeah. Lynn literally did nothing wrong. She did her job. Yeah, and it, like it's, she's like incredibly upset. Like, how could you just get away with this? Why are you letting her get away with nothing? And we see current time Lynn leaves uh, at the, in the middle of the acupuncture oh, session. No, it, it was technically the end of it. Yeah. Because after the acupuncture, he's just like, nah. Now, yeah, you're done, easy. but you're gonna you're gonna feel frail. And come on, it's Lynn. She's not gonna just sit back. Yeah, of course. She's like just stumbles out of there. She's like, he's like, take it easy. You're gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of pain. 
Korra is continuing to train as the uh, first metal bending avatar, which I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Has dude, she been that's... metal bent in the, in the avatar state in the past? No, no there has been no uh, metal bending at all. This is the first time Korra's ever done it in the series. Yeah, all right. So Bolin and, pops up. Yep, Bolin pops in. He's just like, hey, um. I, I want to learn uh, metal bending, but you probably have a waiting list, so yeah. I can wait. And Sue just immediately, like, let's get started. Yep. I'm it, like, yes! <laughs> uh, but a pissed Lynn shows up and... I got a bone to pick with you, yeah, sis! Yeah, she starts breaking up the field and just, like, really pissed talking to her. And Lynn blames Sue for Toph return, uh, not returning after what happened. And Sue's like, "What are you talking about? It wasn't. It wasn't her, my fault that mom left the job." And she's like, "You humiliated her. You ruined her career." And she's like, "We you talked did. about this." I t- she Sue's like, "I talked with mom about this. We like settled everything. You just never showed up here, and you're always so yep, pissed about cause, it." Because the whole thing, this whole uh, reason, the main reason why Lynn was upset with Sue was because Sue would never change. And of course, well, we all know, and it's been it blatantly gets pointed out here is that um, Sue has changed. Lynn's the one who hasn't. Yeah, and she says Lynn is still the same bitter person. And then Sue, Sue says the most unforgivable thing, where she's just like, and that's why no wonder Tenzin left you. And I'm just like, oh, oh dude. Oh, the no, moment you didn't. she said that, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, I don't believe that anyone other than the Avatar can go into the Avatar state. <laughs> but when Sue said that, I thought Lynn was going to go to the Avatar state. Yeah, it's crazy. Korra thinks that she should um, try and to stop them. They start fighting and like throwing stuff at you. They start going crazy. And then yeah, like, she's, she's like, Korra's should like, I should stop, stop them? And Bolin's like, no, it's it's a sibling thing. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, get it. It's, it's a sibling thing. You wouldn't get it. And I was just like, Bolin, I get you. <laughs> dude, dude, same here. Like, I, I grew up with two brothers. So I'm just like, when Bolin's like, I grew up with Four sisters. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, we're not trying to hear compare because oh, apparently yeah, they only yeah. had one bro- one sister to each yeah, other. Yeah, one sister. Was but one brother. either way, yeah, it's, it's just like Bolin. <laughs> I feel you, buddy. Yeah. I'm channeling you. Yeah, you're, it's a family thing. Uh, it's crazy. A big fight and even yeah, sense. we even have like the kids of Sue. Like yeah, go mom. Yeah, Sue's family arrives. One of screen. one of uh, <laughs> one of Huang's uh, the, yeah. the, the, the banana. Art, yeah, art, yeah, Huang's yeah, art just gets goes up. He, he starts to freak out, but he's just like. You know, actually, actually, it looks a lot better this way. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's hilarious. Lynn and Sue are ready to keep going, but Opal arrives and breaks them up with airbending. Yep, and then she she was the bridge between her family. Yep, uh, and she, uh, Lynn, faints from the stress and Korra catches her. Yep, and then we cut to... Team Avatar. Yep, Team Avatar outside of Lynn's uh, room. Yeah, and And they're like, hey... They're afraid to knock on the door. (laughs) Every single one of them was just like, "Uh, are we good? So Maka was like, okay, fine. Noxie goes... Um, Chief Beifong, I don't mean to push your recovery. I mean, you probably are going through a lot. You're sleeping for 16 hours. But it's been 16 hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you at least let us know that your door opens up and Lynn just yawns, wear- yawns wearing these, like, yeah, she's the very same, like, oh, like, going similar. On. She's like, hi guys, how's it going? And she just walks out and everyone's just like, including me, is just like, um, what? Yeah, just, just like, what's going on? She's just like, oh, what's going on? She's really happy and stuff. And then we cut to her in Lynn's house with the uh, pirate chef. And the chef, and, like, made some kind of kale shake Yeah, a or fancy something. kale drink. And, like, Lynn drinks it, and yeah. she seems to enjoy it. And while, like, we see Opal kind of, like, peeking into the room and then trying to run away, and she calls Opal in and says she apologizes. Yeah, and she actually apologizes and also tries to uh, tries to get Opal to be more open about how she feels because yeah. she because you know li- living like living with you know, with her mom Toph yeah. um she knows about how Toph lived and how you know they lived and she's like Yes, I do understand what your mom's trying to do, but y- you got to have some freedom as well. Yeah, I'll just say, um, 
spoilers for Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. But the thing about the um, the children always rebelling up against whatever their family taught them with like open free parents having a very restrictive child, that restrictive child having very open kids, and it keeps like like cycling back and forth. It's very much that Sue is now very strict with her kids as Toph wasn't because Toph's parents were strict with her. It's a very cool little like cyclical. Yeah, it's like a cycle yeah, kind of thing. It's a very cool cyclical thing about how the parents raise their kids and how they turn out. It's very very cool. Yeah. Uh, the Opal has, is hesitant because she doesn't want to bother her mom, but they bond over mother issues and they hug it out. Yep, and it's they a hug very it nice out. Scene. Opal goes to her parents to talk about her plans. Lynn and Sue talk beneath the Toph statue and yep. resolve their issues. It's very very nice. Fa- family matters done right. <laughs> what? No, there's no Urkel. How dare you say it's done right? Um, Sue tries. Who's Bolin? Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> Sue tries to get Lynn to stay with them, but they and Lynn's sell. like, look, let's just not attack each yeah. other. <laughs> let, let, let's just not. But I will promise to visit and not kill. Try to kill you. Yeah, they say we're gonna be peaceful. And once again, Zaheer's gang are camped out on the side of the road, and they're trying to figure out a plan. Zaheer is mm. meditating. But this is when he deduces that Korra is with the Metal Clan. And that is their next target. And that is where this episode batch ends. Yep, that's the end of this. So, like I said, um, the Metal Clan and Old Wounds. Yeah, it's a very, very cool combination of episodes. Uh, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was, uh, it was great. Yeah, I loved all the crazy drama with uh, Lynn and her family. So right, and depressing and messed up. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, 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 it was very... I yeah, mean, it was very sad. Lynn had every right to be the way she was. Absolutely. She didn't do anything wrong. Tough decided, decided to help her kid and she, Lynn got screwed over. But also, uh, like I said, the whole thing about like forgiving people of their past, like she did with Varric and the pirate. Sue moved from her past as a criminal who would have been a gangster if she didn't get kicked out of the city. Although that would be very interesting because the Terra Triad, yeah. didn't, uh, didn't all those gangs become the Triple Triad? The triple threat triad? Yeah, triple Likely, threat. Likely, yeah. Yeah. Because triple threat has all of the elements, while well, that was probably just, well, uh, they probably would have just been like earthbending. But just, just oh, that's right, because there are, uh, there are um, uh, other clans. Like, there were a couple the of fi- them. Like the fire ones. Agni Kai's. Yeah, the Agni Kai's and stuff like that. So you're right. But either way, that would have been interesting. Yeah, but I think, I love that this whole thing. Yeah, now now, now I can picture uh, Sue being like a crime lord. She would have been, because she's, an, well actually, well, her sister Sue would have been the chief, and that would have been a crazy cool dynamic. But, um, it would have, but. But like, yeah, she, I love it, that it was a good message about like, yeah, you know, forgiving people who have criminal pasts, and they can move on and become better people. And, but like, Lynn's like, no, you're terrible, and you still got all this, you have a great life and all this stuff, and I'm still like a grumpy chief, and everything sucks, and you got away with crimes, and it's just like, it's a very like emotional, crazy heavy beat for her, and it was really cool. It was, I absolutely yeah. this arc. I absolutely love Lynn. Sue is dude. Lynn's tough the as best. Her. Sue is cool too. She's cool, oh, but like dude, I said, I, yeah, she's I, got I like opposite to her. Zo, Zofu, Zafu, Zafu is great. Is amazing. Yeah, and again, like I said, Opal is a good character. Yeah, Opal's great. And I'm now. I'm hoping, not gonna hold my breath or anything, but mm. I'm hoping that Bolin settles. He'll never. He's like he's a. Free spirit. No, he's not. <laughs> he's sturdy as a rock. Well, not really. He's pretty wishy-washy. Silly I, know, I, I, I know he is. I know he is. Uh, but still, oh my goodness, these episodes are amazing. Now, 
There's going to be more to come. Yeah, because now we're going to... Things are about to really pop off now that Zaheer knows where Korra is and he's finally going after her. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I, I can, but I can't. It's one of those odd situations. Yeah, it's really... I, I love the series. And this, this is one of my favorite seasons because Zaheer's group is so damn cool. Plead oh. is great. Mikhail's great. Gazan is amazing. Zaheer's cool. Gazan's the best? Yeah, Gazan... Well, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, this show's going to get crazy. But yeah... Um, keep watching those episodes we're going to cover another three next or in two yeah. weeks after the uh, Justice episode uh, woof I'm loving this and I'm so glad that we got to see actual more metal oh more earthbending importance yeah. in this episode it was it was fantastic and now I, obviously we're not done yet because I want to see a metal bending bull in Cora, I can understand that she's going to well, be a little better, but yeah, I want to see a metal bending bowl in. Yeah, maybe we'll get it. All right, guys, we're signing off. Yep. Uh, um, what about you? Plugs, Matthew Lowe's podcasts on Twitter, on uh, YouTube. Uh, check out Forgotten Minotaur King. It's great. Uh, Patreon also, Forgotten Minotaur King and all that junk. You, you Ben? Nothing yet. All right, we'll see. Anyway. And all of you out there, all you lovely folks out there, keep it sleazy. Yeah, keep it sleazy. I'm glad we finally settled on that's the catchphrase of the show. Bye.